What's up, peeps? You are now listening to The Comedy Crown presented by Comedy Hype. I am your host, Trey Mo. On this episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing Zaynab Johnson. We talked about what it's like being a female in a male-dominated profession and how sometimes the odds can be stacked against you. It reminded me of something that my grandmother used to tell me. She used to say, Trey, you can't help where you start, but you can damn sure help where you finish. You can be in college struggling because you come from a poor family or had kids at an early age, or you stuck working a job you hate, or you having a hard time getting that business off the ground. See, sometimes fate deals us bad hands, and sometimes we make bad decisions, and we make our own bad hands. But just because you got a bad hand doesn't mean you go lose the fucking game. So Comedy Crown listeners, if you don't do nothing else, keep going. Now let's get into this podcast. So Comedy Crown listeners, I'm sitting here right now with Zaynab Johnson. Hey, everybody. She has, like, one of the best voices. And, uh, yeah, if y'all remember the first episode, we mentioned her. If you go back and you listen to the first episode, <laughs> we mentioned her voice. Um, and, like, was your voice always like that? Like what? I have no idea what you're your talking voice, about. Because it's your voice, right? Yeah. And you, I'm, not, I'm not, not a fan of my voice, but I'm always surprised when I hear my voice. Right. I know exactly what you mean, yo. Because right. I think we, we never can hear, like, the 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 goldenness in our own voices i think yeah we are when you hear your voice you're like oh i sound like that it's like a shocking like that's how i sound yeah but do people tell you that they talk about your voice um i've been hearing it lately, lately? yeah okay. yeah some i did a, another friend's podcast in new york and on twitter a couple of people hit me and was like your- you definitely have one of the best and i'm like okay cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when i first heard you on the mic I'm like, yo, who is that yeah who is that <laughs> with this voice yo who is that I don't, and now I become self-conscious because now I'm like, you know, yeah. when you get any sort of like positive, at, you know, affirmations, right. you kind of want to keep getting it. So right. now I'm like, well, how do I put that voice back on? <laughs> yeah, that's why I asked you like, how long? Like, were you like 10 with this voice? I'm like, yo, who is that with that sexy ass voice? So that's a 10 You know, I have no yeah, idea. Right. But my, um, right. when I listen to my mom, her voice is very soothing. Okay, it's yeah. It's a very soothing voice. That's how your voice is. Voice. And I feel like the older I'm getting, the more I just think my energy is kind of moving into that place and maybe my voice is just kind of following yeah. along. I don't know. But right. you like know. you was born in the wrong generation. You could have remember the hotline generation from yeah. the 90s where they had all the sex hotlines yeah. and that would have been you. You could have made a killing, yo. Yeah, Cause they now. Cause <laughs> I went as a sex operator, though. I wouldn't know what to say. Right, I but, but I wouldn't even stuff. call for you to talk sexual. I'm like, yo, Zaynab, just 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 have a combo with me, yo. Just read me a bedtime story oh. with that voice right there. You you ain't even at work that day. I'll be calling, asking for you. Yo, Zaynab, man. <laughs> yo, is <laughs> Zaynab there? When she get in, what time she get in? All right, tell her to call Trey. Everybody, Trey would, <laughs> everybody so, would be trying to find my secrets. Right. What are you saying? I'm just reading bedtime stories. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, but thank you, you. You're welcome. Um, how you doing? You doing I'm right? good. I'm great. Actually. You good? This is you actually the first female comic like on the on the podcast, so I'm excited. I heard. To, thank you. Yeah, to have you here. Um, you just put out an album. Right, I did. comedy album. I did online. I a peeped that months ago. Thank you. It was good. It thank was good, you. yo. And I, yeah, I, I replayed it a few times. I replayed did you? It. Yeah. Oh wow, thank yeah. you. How you. How did you feel about it? Um, I felt I felt good about it. I felt I was nervous going into it, um, and and nervous for a bunch of reasons. Nervous because I felt like, well, once I 
record this material? Will I not be able to, you know, am I done with this material? Will you be able to use it again? Yeah. I know that's our fear you as, know? as comics. Because yeah. comedy isn't like music. You know, you put the music out and then people want to hear you perform the exact same thing. Comedy like the opposite. Exactly. It's the opposite. I was afraid that I, I was putting it out prematurely. Um, you know, just, just, a, just a bunch of things. And then I... Then I did it, and I was so I was so appreciative of the support that I was shown when I taped it. You know, like yeah. I I was I just couldn't believe it. You know, and the energy that was given to me. And then some time passed, and the engineer, the sound engineer, kind of sent it to me, and I had to listen to myself. Okay, yeah, and yeah. that was hard because you know we're our own worst critics. Mm-hmm. Um, and just just all of my like isms, like the ums and the likes and the you know the cadence in which I speak, yeah. um, it was really hard for me to listen to. And after maybe like my third listen, I was like, "Oh, I like this girl. Oh, she's funny to me." Right, right. Because oh, I, you, I I appreciate her. You know, like it, it takes. I think was on the first listens i think because i do the same thing when i watch myself yeah like we see all the flaws yeah or you, you hear all the flaws you're like oh, i wish i could change this i wish i could change that even though like the other people can't see or yeah. hear it in your head you know how you exactly want to deliver the joke or the punch yeah so i think it takes like a few listens where you stop looking at the flaws and say okay mm-hmm. let me just listen from like the um the uh, from like an objective right. perspective like I guess. From, from just the, the audience member i'm in the yeah. audience member seat right now watching yeah. myself instead of me being like a super comic and being yeah. hard on myself like that. Um, so I know exactly what you mean. I think it's, um, I think there's a certain part of us, like our ego and genuinely trying to protect ourselves yeah. where you always want to um, know what's wrong or be able to identify what's wrong with you or your art or, or your actions or your words before anybody else can. Right, So right, that right. they can't ever yeah have that over you or so that maybe you can try and fix it before anybody notices you right know? right right and, that, and that's like when when erica remember when, the, when she was saying like tyrone and she was like before i sang this this is my first time and yeah. keep in mind i'm yeah. an artist and, <laughs> and I'm, I'm sensitive, sensitive about, about my shit, shit. <laughs> right right <laughs> it was like that like as an artist that's how we feel like i'm about to put this out to the world yeah but keep in mind like you yeah. know i'm an artist and i'm sensitive about my shit but the funny thing is every now every blue moon you find somebody that don't recognize none of their flaws like you ever see someone that's like yeah. yo i should have won no you yeah. shouldn't have <laughs> yes no yes. no you shouldn't have yes <laughs> no you your shit was trash yes. son i can't yes. I, you say that in the uh in your in app yo, it was trash yeah. yo yeah. <laughs> son that's just trash son. Yeah. that's like um that's one of your lines from yeah. the that's one of the quotables that i yeah. took out of the album <laughs> yo that shit's trash son yo, Z, that shit. you yeah. come was that true about your family? So you come from a large family. Yeah, everything that I, and I get that question a lot. Uh, most of what I say on stage is true. Okay. I mean, there's some things that are embellished just for the sake of comedy. Right, right. But, um, or just because in my mind it happens a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't what happened. This is how I saw it, right? <laughs> this is how I wanted it to happen. Clowns came out the limousine, right? <laughs> but yeah, what? for the most part, especially when it comes to my family, um, um, it's true and... You know, I try my best not to say names, uh, to to give them a little bit of privacy. Right, right. Um, but I find whenever I, I I find it, it makes it even more personal. It makes people feel like they know uh, my family. Um, it's all coming from a love, a, a place of love, you know. And I find when I've tried to make the names different, it disconnects me from it. 
Um, right, right, right. So, so yeah, I do have 12 siblings. I am, you know, my brother does call everything trash, including <laughs> my shaved head was, that was very, that was verbatim. Yeah, say it, say it in the voice that you, that you said in my house. <laughs> do his voice. Do your brother one time. <laughs> do, your, uh, <laughs> do your brother, do his voice. Nah, Zena, that, that joint trash, man. I'm <laughs> telling you, that shit right there, that shit trash, man. This is a male-dominated game. You know, yes. I, I got to be honest with you. It's a thousand. That's probably why we don't hear it. This, this is a man's world. Right. It ain't but just the, comedy. It is a, it's a man's world, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so like, how do you, how do you, do you struggle with that in the game? Being a female in a dominant, a game, already in a man's world, but just a game that's dominated. Because mm -hmm. if you say, I got a comic coming through, first thing they go think of is a man like they they not i don't know why mm -hmm. they say i got a i got a comedian coming through the first thing that most people go envision is is a man so do you do you do you struggle with that like how how, how is that in in the world of comedy like she's about to clear throat somebody get checked <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Go ahead. um um i okay so yes i do deal with that um but i don't care about that Okay. Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't care. I don't like I actually like proving myself whether whether you think I'm not funny. I'm not going to be funny because I'm young, whether you think I'm not going to be funny because I'm a girl, whether you think I'm not going to be funny because I'm black. Like, I don't care. I, I enjoy I relish improving, uh, you know, someone wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. See, I started doing comedy and I had a shaved head. Right, right. And I think that just that look, I'm very tall. I, I you know, I, I had a shaved head, and I just think that that commanded a certain sort of attention and respect. Then maybe if I got on stage with like a ponytail and, you know what I'm saying? I know exactly Some what tight you're saying. jeans, maybe got, maybe just just the world of comedy wouldn't have embraced me in the way that it did or gave me the respect initially that it did. But just like you said, I like to think that my material plays a, a, a lot in that too. Like, it does, it does. I, I enjoy being a person on stage that relates to both, relates to both yeah. women without without downing men and relates to men right. without having to dog women out. You get what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. And, and, and sometimes it goes both ways. Like you said, guys do a set and yeah. then like, are you doing a man set right now? Because yeah. we had a brother that was at, I was at the Hollywood Improv last night yeah. and I linked up and told my cousin, see them jokes ain't gonna fly because it's a female dominated audience. Yeah. He's doing a male set in yeah. a room full of female, the, uh, the audience is dominated by females yeah. right now in this room. Yeah. Um, and you, when you're on stage, I saw you check a nigga at the comedy union, but you checked him in the most polite and un. un it was like you know what I'm talking about too. Oh, it was that day I had on the wig. Yeah, the day you had yeah. on the wig, right? And my man's kept speaking yeah. out, and you was like, you know what? Hold up, hold up, wait a minute, wait a minute. Since you want to talk and you want to be seen, you want to be come up here so everybody can see you there. Yeah. You, you, you know, you know what was crazy about that night. Go ahead. I thought I instantly because i think he was you, you know just trying to be funny and i thought about it because that was when i first started growing my hair back and i put on a wig and i thought oh shoot wait is he coming at me because i no longer am protected by this like respectful woman look you know like yeah, is this yeah, fake yeah, hair yeah. making him come for <laughs> me like i'm you know right and i in a in a split second i thought do i match wits with him or do I have a simple and respectful conversation and let him know that what he's pulling 
ain't right. Yeah. You know? But and this was the thing. Um you talk to him, right? But you you dominated the conversation. You dominated without raising a voice. You know, a yeah. lot of times when we get a heckler, we got the yeah. mic so we can loud. Regardless yeah. of what they say, we can just loud them on the mic. Yeah. But that ain't what you did. You yeah. like was, you know, no, 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 no. Say what you said. Yeah. You was like, yeah. no, say, and, say and, and you can literally feel them shrinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come up here. No, come up here. Yeah. Come up here so everybody can see you say it. And yeah. it was like he was shrinking. Yeah. And it was like, everybody was like, yo, you go let her do you like that? <laughs> we was like that. I was like, get him say that. And then I just explained to him, yeah. like, you set. think, yeah, you, and you think were, you, you're, he- but you've actually, you've actually taken away from everybody else's experience here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now, just by me saying that, it ain't him against me. It's him against us. Right. You that's, know what, that's what happened. That's what and the, the audience yeah. turned on him. Yeah. The audience was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's say now. Yeah, I done paid my two drinks yeah, and yeah. you screaming out. Oh, yeah. Fuck you screaming out you for know? a nigga. Let's say now get her jokes off. Yeah. It was like yeah. that. That's how the audience, you could feel it. Like, yeah. now they just turned on you. You she know? Just, I, was doing a, I was doing a comedy union a favor. Some, they ain't dropped the checks in time. I wasn't even supposed right. to get on stage. Like, okay. I was just. You, you know, like yeah. doing a guest spot so that the waitresses could get they get, they, they, get joint. they extra coins. And then you come in for me, it's like, well, let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Let's, you know, you broke them down, yo. Yeah. And I've I seen some people freeze at them hecklers. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things I admire. Like, I, when I first started doing stand up, I did mm-hmm. stand up. Like, I'm from the hood, right? Mm-hmm. No, I don't look like it because I look suburban. You know you what I'm saying? Look I look very suburban. <laughs> you don't like a project nigga. You don't look like no street nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I look suburban, right? So I first started out. Um, you, you you from New York? New York, yeah. You from New York? Okay, yeah. New York, New York. Yeah, I was born in Brooklyn. I grew up in Harlem. Okay, okay. So she's all nigga, if you know what I mean. That's a Styles <laughs> P line. That's a Styles P line. Like mom's from Brooklyn. Never mind. All right, all right. So um, so like I don't know where you started doing stand up. When I started doing stand up, uh, it was like in like these hole in the wall like hood places where they drunk. You know yeah. what I mean? All that. So the hecklers was a second. Like that was the part of the game when yeah. we would do do stand up like that was always a nigga that was too drunk or always yeah. a person that was loud talking you know what i mean um so but we don't get that much of that in la so that's as, as weird as that sounds go to the j spot yeah that's it. what that's what i had somebody else told me that somebody else like go to the j spot but you know the comedy <laughs> store or the improv or like um you know the laugh fact like you don't get too much of somebody yelling yeah. it's just comedy clubs so i know they want to be respectable yeah um but every now and then i miss that so whenever i go home i go to like the rough spots because i know it's always gonna be like yeah. a, a, a somebody drunk there that i can sharpen up with you know what i mean because i still want to have it in my arsenal yeah because uh, i do so many shows and don't nobody say nothing in la and sometimes yeah. i'd be like nobody saying that i ain't, i don't even know if my, my my heckle sword still work yeah can i like check somebody <laughs> you know what i mean can i can i still properly check somebody on the spot you yeah. know i don't be i don't know so whenever i go home i try to always like go to the most hooded hooded spot yeah like a barbershop where they doing stand-up or a hole in the wall place where they doing stand-up because it's gonna be somebody that i get a chance to check yeah in a, in a good way not in a negative no, I way understand. i never had nobody want to kill me outside but i yeah. want to be like yeah I, I love that it's like a sport for you yeah you know like for me i'm like mm, i don't need no heckler you don't need <laughs> like i don't need <laughs> the them true to artists like, yeah, yeah like, all they need to do is laugh that's yeah, what yeah. I'm up here for. That's the that's the only actual call and response. Right. I got this punchline, and y'all supposed to laugh. Right here. And so if y'all doing anything other than laughing, then that's there's a, a problem. Pro- that's not a proper program. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 but like, nah, I don't need practice don't need- hecklers. <laughs> nah. And, and not to say that, yeah. okay, so I don't, my, my style, you know, not that you asked, but 
it's basically a conversation. <laughs> yeah. It's basically a conversation it between is. me and the audience. You know what I'm saying? And so with conversation, that means there's going to be a little bit of exchange. Right. And, you know, if you think about when you talk to your friend, sometimes you dominate, like you telling the whole story and they just listening. And then sometimes they chime in and out and ask you, or sometimes you're like, now, if, if yeah, they did she, that she to did. you, what, what would you do? Yeah. You know what know I'm exactly saying? Stuff like she, that. Yeah. And so that's how I like it to feel when I'm on stage, you know? Right. And so when, when I talk to the audience, I'm genuinely talking. It's not for a setup for a joke. It's not for, it's like, Oh really? Oh, that's you know what I'm saying? Like it's, exactly. That's why I said you can see. Who is that? Is that me? That is you. That's yes. me. <laughs> Breaking the laws. <laughs> Breaking the rules of the podcast. But I feel like right before we started taping, you was like, let me turn this I off. I did. I said, let me turn. <laughs> let me make sure my cell phone's on silent. I made rookie mistakes. Can't be out here making these rookie mistakes, yo, know, with, the, with the cell phone going off. Cool. But back to your um. Back to what you just said. Mm-hmm. So that is like your style. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that's my style. That's my style as mm-hmm. my, my style as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still love like it's like last time I went home for the holidays, I did a show like in a hole in the wall spot. Yeah. Spot. And where are you from again? From Alabama. Alabama. Birmingham. That's right. I spent maybe a little time in Atlanta. Okay. From down south most, but I'm yeah. from Birmingham, Alabama, and um, like it was a heckler. He was drunk, I can tell. He heckled the first two comedians that went up before yeah. me. He was heckling the third, and I'm like, yo, they don't know how to. They don't know how to slice them. Yeah. Like they, they, cause he, he killing a set. It's an art, mm-hmm. but it's 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 an art. But he killing a set, and I know exactly what you mean. Cause sometimes them hecklers will start trashing up your mm-hmm. art. Like yo, man, you, I can't even finish my conversation yeah. cause you yeah. you gonna shut up. Yeah. So you know what I mean. Yeah. But when I was sitting over on the side, and I like, I hope he's still in here. Yeah. You know, when yeah. I get up there, it's like yeah. like you say, it's so a sport. Can, yeah. So I can slice him. I can put the knife in them you know what yeah. i mean let me let me put the knife in them yeah. um, but you know what it's the only like i mean to, to, the reality is comedy is done in theaters right yeah and it's you know one of the only art forms where people feel like they could just yell out at you it is you know as weird as it is i never thought about that yeah they, they every, just feel like every they, art everybody's quiet yeah you just sit and you watch and you, you enjoy watch, and you, you laugh in. or you yeah or you <gasps> feel however you, you want feel, to yeah feel, sometimes you know? it's laughter sometimes yeah, it's like sometimes a play you mad like yeah. i mean you know but the comedy for some reason people feel like they they can yell out yeah they do feel like they can yell out i think this may be one of the most disrespected Sometimes yeah. art forms, because cause I don't think people realize how much we go through as comedians. Like, we got to hone and sharpen. Because when it just looks like a conversation, yeah. it just, to them, it, we just yeah. talking. And you, I, I think when you're a good comedian, I'm sorry to cut you off, it looks easy. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. And they think because it looks easy to you, they, they may not know that they are doing so much harm you know maybe not i mean we yeah. grow from heck you know certain yeah, yeah. T- tough situations we i've grown from a, a heckled situation or two you know yeah but i think that they just because it looks so easy they like nah i'm not gonna mess you know what i'm saying like yeah, i'm not yeah. gonna mess it up for them it's easy like they the professional right i ain't gonna throw their train of thought yeah. off or they think that they can do it because you make it look so easy right you right. know so they feel like oh i've been doing that at the barbershop all my life like well, i could be funny Exactly. Exactly. Nah, it ain't. It ain't. That's not how this game works, man. That's not how this game works. We actually, these are our songs. Yeah. Like, like this is this is my music. This is my songs to the world. Like, I wrote these songs for the world, and I want to get up here and I want to sing them. So imagine Jay Z rapping his lyrics or Beyonce singing a song, and then you just 
start yelling out yeah. throughout her throughout her song. I'm like, damn, let me let me finish my song. You yeah. know, imagine somebody doing it in the middle of Lauren Hill's X Factor. Right when she get to the sweet, yeah. the sweet part, he yeah. want to yell out. You like, yo, yeah. what you doing, man? If I was at a concert and somebody was like, nah, shut up, I would be like, <laughs> sing along or get out. Sing along or get your <laughs> you ass. Got two beat. choices. You got a third. Get your <laughs> ass beat. <laughs> no, that's cool. Like, yeah, you got three choices. You know what? I'm gonna be behind you. Now you got, you got three. So, like, what made what made you want to start doing comedy? Um, and what moment did you wake up and say, oh, what moment did you wake up and say, yo, I'm a comic? When did that happen for you? Did you always know that? No, or? I didn't know until I've been doing comedy almost six years at this point. And so I've known that I was going to do comedy for almost six years at this point. Like the first day that I did it was the first day that I knew. Okay. Um, and I didn't know, but I mean, that was the first thought that I ever had about it. I didn't. Okay. I think a friend of mine, and I think we went to see another girl's comedy show maybe like a week before I tried it or two weeks before. Yeah. And I might have said like, oh, 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 that that was interesting. I wonder, I wonder if I could do that. Maybe like two, that, that might have been the first thought, you know, maybe like two weeks prior. But I was working um, for um, a guy who produced shows at the comedy store. Yeah, And so I was around comedians all the time. I was around comedians before that. Like some of my closest friends back in New York are comedians. Um, and, but when I worked for the guy and he used to put on the show at the comedy store and produce like comedy shows for DVDs and big, like, you know, okay. comedy shows. So you were already out in LA? I was already, I started doing comedy in LA, yes. Okay, you were already out here. Yes. Even though you're from New York, okay. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Um, I often think like, you know, if I knew I was going to do comedy, then I probably wouldn't have moved from New York to L.A. But explain I, that. Explain that real quick. <laughs> break, break that down. Because um, I already know what you're going to say, but I want to I want to see. Well, like, New York is just a better scene, in my opinion, okay. for stand up. Um, okay. And I think that it's just a, it's just a stronger scene. It's okay. it, I think that I think you more authentically get stand up comedians. In New York, the city supports it, if that makes sense. Right. How was the first time? It was good. I went to this, um, I don't know if you ever heard of the Amsterdam Cafe in mm -hmm. North Hollywood. I lived in North Hollywood at the time, and I needed a place that was close enough to my house where if I failed, I could just go home real quick and pretend like it never <laughs> happened. <laughs> All um, right. And I got yeah. up there, and um, they laughed. They laughed? They laughed, and... Um, one of my first jokes, one of the first things I ever said was, um, you know, I'm one of 13 from the same mother and father. Um, and, you know, when people tease me, I would be like, oh, but I know my father. That was one yeah. of the first things I ever yeah. said. I don't know why I said that. I, I guess I said it because that's how I feel. Right. But I, I don't think I knew that. Oh, oh, that's funny. Right. You know, like. And that's always the shock sometimes, too, when you say certain things that you didn't think was going to be funny. Yeah. And, but then they laugh. And that's the the beauty of it for us, that sometimes we're talking and we didn't write that yeah. as a joke. But once you say it, like the audience actually reacts bigger to that yeah. than they do what you thought was going to be like the punchline. It yeah. happens every now and then. Yeah. But I wrote that as the joke. You wrote that as a joke. And okay. I thought, that I just thought they're not going to get my, like, this is not humor. This is my perspective. This is not. Right. And then they laughed. And I'm like, oh, my perspective is funny, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just thought that it was, I stopped because they were laughing. I stopped. I was like, y'all laughing. And it was like, right. yeah, keep going. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. And right. then I just kept doing it. You know, I thought the first day I thought it was might've been like beginner's luck. 
Okay. Like, yeah. oh, they were polite. They knew it was my first time. They were being nice mm-hmm. to me. And so I went to another place and did the same exact thing. And then they laughed. I tweaked. They laughed harder. And I'm like, I think I'm going to do this. And I, I, it took me a while to get comfortable saying I was a comedian. Right. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's a weird feeling. Like, how did your parents react when you first told them you wanted to be a comic? Uh... <laughs> I don't really remember my mom. Oh, you know what? I don't remember my mom's reaction oh, like over the phone when I told her that I was doing comedy. But I do my mom lives in Michigan now. Okay. And I remember when I first started doing it, I wanted to get on stage anywhere, anytime. It, you know, it didn't matter. And so when I went to visit my mom, I'm like, who do I know in who do I know in Michigan? I'll go anywhere to get on stage. And I knew this comic out of Detroit. And I'm like, yo, anywhere I could get up. And he's like, Yeah, I got a spot for you. And he's like, he was like, where are you coming from? I'm like, Lansing. He's like, oh, okay, well, I can't pay you, but I'll give you some gas money because you about two hours away from where the show is. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. So it's he gives me the address. It's at this strip club. <laughs> it's at this strip club. All right, this go on ahead. the sixth block Continue. of the sixth mile in okay. Detroit, which I found out right. is the worst it's block the, right. on the worst mile go ahead. in Detroit, right? <laughs> right? And it's pouring rain. Okay. The show don't start till they told me it started at ten, but it didn't start till like midnight. Okay, you know the and I'm about to leave the house and I asked my mom to come with me. And she's like, I don't really feel like it. And I was like afraid, you know, like yeah. I was like, damn. And then I thought, well, I mean, this is what you've decided to do with your life. So at some point you're going to have to just let this fear go. Right. So right when you I'm afraid ready, to, for your mom to see. No, afraid I was afraid to go, afraid to to go by myself. Oh, to the, okay, by yourself. I was afraid to, to go by myself okay. to get on stage. Okay. To, to, you know what I'm saying? Okay. To okay. make the drive that late by my, just everything, everything just the whole thing fear, by yeah. myself, you know? Yeah. And um, and right when I was about to leave, right when I talked myself into it, my mom was like, you know what, Zainab? I'm going to come with you. And that's if you see me drop into that voice, it's because my mom's voice is so that's like. She, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, like, yeah. you know what? I'm, and I'm like, you sure you're not tired? And she was like, something is telling me I should come with you. So we get there. <laughs> I'm, like I say, it's pouring rain. My mom is sitting at the bar, right? And she's right. smoking a cigarette. And she says, um, I was like, okay, mommy, I'm about to go up. And she was like, you know, Zainab, I know your ass ain't going to be funny. So I'm going <laughs> <laughs> so to order a glass of wine. Right. And in that moment, as much as I was nervous right before yeah. that, I thought, well, if my mom don't think I'm going to be funny, I can give a fuck what these people in right, here think. Right, right, right. And that, you know, and it just gave me that attitude. And when yeah. I got up on stage, the first thing I said was what my mom said to me. Right. They all bust out <laughs> laughing. And here go, my mom is proud. You know, right, like. Right, right. That's how they. I, you know. Yeah. Then I talked about her and how, my, you know, how she has so many kids and how she's wonderful but crazy. And she was so proud and felt like it was almost like an ode to her. You get what I'm saying? right. right. Um, and then it was good. And I'll never forget when I got off stage, uh, I was like, okay, mommy, let's go. She was like, did you get your money? <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> and I was like, no, cause I just figure like now I know, like, where's right. my money, you know? Yeah, 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 but yeah. I just figure when somebody You're says they love. pay you, well, beyond that, but when somebody says that they'll pay you for something, they're going to just give it to you. Like when you promise something, the person shouldn't have to beat your door down for something you volunteered. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm in so, the game. I'm a comic. You yeah, know, I know, you know exactly. I understand now. My, that's yeah, a very naive a way of right, thinking. Right. But so I said to my mom, I'm like, no, it's okay. My mother said, and this is verbatim, shit, this ain't no charity. Go get your money. <laughs> 
I went right to the guy, like I was a little kid. I said, you said you was going to give me gas money (laughs) or something, right? He said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, did it. Gave me the money. Went to my mom. I was like, okay, mommy, we could go. She said, you got your money? I said, yeah. She said, so pay for my glass of wine. Let's go. (laughs) And and, and that. And since then, you know, I I think she's been nothing but supportive. We have this little thing on the comedy crown, right? Where we say if you get, like, a name, if you get, like, envision yourself like what would be your comedy crown moment like well, what moment do you think you put the crown on your head or you'd be like yo this is the moment where i made it in, in, in your in your in your mind yeah i think um i think the moment i put the crown on my head would be um in the school if you don't know no, I know. No, you know. okay. Um, <laughs> I love how I love how like you, you always is like you polite check. That's what I'm like. <laughs> no, nah, chill out. I know. <laughs> um, I opened for Russell Peters at Madison Square Garden. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. And and so I, you know, it would be amazing to, um, you know, do be the one that sells out Madison Square Garden or be the one that's a, a TV a successful ongoing TV show. I'm the, you know, it's my name. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Um, but I think that my, my responsibility is always to like be an example. So the moment I start to see that, let me, let me backtrack a little bit. Okay. It bothers me when I see um, celebrities or anybody that has a large platform and they don't use it in some way to, um, better the world right and so i'll put my crown on when my talent uh allows me to to give to the world in the way that i in the capacity that i want to and i know that sounds very general and very like it doesn't intangible but you know, like it's not it's not just about selling out a, a, an arena if I'm not if I'm not constantly figuring out how we educate how we educate the people who have no access to education, how we protect, you know, how we protect the innocent, how we do you get what I'm saying? I know exactly what so, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's but so, I, I, this is going to sound crazy and forgive me, but whenever I'm walking on stage, before I walk on stage, I always pray to God that I, that they see that, that like whatever he has for me is, is, um, shown. Like I'm never praying, like, let me not, I'm not like, Oh, I want to be funny or, Oh, let me succeed. I'm right. like, please walk up there with me and let me be an example of you. Yeah. You when, know, when I and first so, started, um, doing comedy, uh, my father, this one of the things my father told me, he said, look, when you when people listen to you, mm-hmm. that's a power. Mm-hmm. He said that's one of the biggest powers you can have, and that's a gift from God. So you mm-hmm. gotta be sure that you use it in the in the in a proper yeah. way. Yeah. So he said all that bullshit you may be saying, make sure somewhere in there, yeah, you gotta slide them something that they can take take to the core, to the core. You yeah. know what I mean? So he said that's a very powerful tool you got. So you want to make sure you use it in the best way possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things, like only one of the few, because he ain't no comedian. He just, you know, we're from Alabama. So that's yeah. one of the few, like, like industry advice. Gems he gave you. Yeah, one of yeah. the few industry gems. Yeah. I don't know why he said that. We were just sitting on the couch yeah. one day. Because he's your parent and, yeah. and you know, yeah, messages 
the yeah. need to get to you, they get to right, you. They however, to you. they gonna I, get to even you. Even though that was you no know, four or five years ago, like in my head, I still that still rings. So if I say, okay, I know if I drop this video, it's gonna get a million views, or I do this, it'll get a million mm-hmm. views. Let me see what I can slide in. Yeah, there's always some in my brain that say, let me see what I can slide in. And like, yeah, like because people laugh, but it's it's certain things that they take they take to the uh, court mm-hmm. with them, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast. I was yeah. like, hopefully somebody listen and this would be there. Yeah. Their motivation or yeah. their, yeah. Like, yo, I understand. Like they listen and they saying, yo, I understand what y'all was saying on the episode. I'm going through that right now. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and that, and that warms you up when you on a road or you in another city and then somebody that you don't know walks up mm-hmm. and then remind you of what you said. Cause you may be forgotten mm-hmm. by then. You mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I did. I did. I did say I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could go back, to the first time when you was in North Hollywood, right? Uh, what was the name of the cafe? Amsterdam Cafe. So it was a hookah like lounge or something. Lounge. Mm-hmm. If you go back to that cafe and um, tell that girl on stage something, what would it be? I would probably tell her, "Don't worry." Don't worry. Yeah, I would probably I like tell her, "Don't." I, that's a that's a big thing for me. You know, it's like what you know, worrying. Yeah. You know, worrying, like, is this going to be good enough? Worrying if, I, if I'm ever going to achieve that moment that I just told you I wanted to achieve, which is to be a complete, you know, servant to good, if that makes sense. Right. You know, am I, am I going to be able to do that? And that's instead of, you know what else I would tell her? I would tell her, enjoy this moment. Okay. Okay. Because I'm that type of person, which goes into my worrying. I'm always worried about what's going to happen. Yeah. What, you know what I'm saying? Instead of even when I did Madison Square Garden, I was so mad at myself because I didn't. When I got off stage. I want to stop. Hold that thought. Was it a sellout? It was 13,000 people. 13,000. Oh, that's still, that's, that's yeah. still packed. Go ahead. 13,000. 13, um, for me, that's oh, the that's biggest just... audience I've ever performed in front of. <laughs> live. 13,000 live. Okay. Yes. I just wanted them to know like what you, what they looking at right yes. now. 13,000. And like. not in Madison Square Garden theater, like the actual, arena. like where, yeah, the arena. arena. Yeah, the arena, 13,000. Where you have exactly. to wait for the laughter to come back to you. Mm-hmm. You got to change the, the, the speed of your set to accommodate the wave of right. response. Anywho, um, I was so out of my body while I was doing it that when it was done, I wanted to go back up there and do it to feel it again. You know when you ride a roller coaster for the first time right. and you're scared and you're like, I got to do it. Now that you did it, yeah. now you got to do it again so you so can you really enjoy it. And see the curve. Yes. Now you know yes. it's coming, you can open Now you know up. you can yeah. do it. Now yeah. you want to really experience it. And right. I think my, I think, so I, I would definitely tell that girl, enjoy every single moment as it's happening. That's what I would say. Okay. And on that note, Comedy Crown listeners, we're going to end the podcast. Any, any last thing you want to say? I want to thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being the first female. I, I appreciate and I, I, that, I, I, too. I, I almost feel like I'm backhanding you again by saying you the no, first. No, 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 okay. no. You know, I did, a, I did a couple of months ago, I did a tour in China. And when okay. I got there, they was like, you know, you're the first female to headline this tour, international female to headline this tour. How do you feel about that? That's what all the interviewers were asking. And I'm like, I didn't even know, but Okay. <laughs> Like, you know, so so with that being said, I hope right. that I am always whoever is the queen of comedy, female comedy, you know, whoever reigns yeah. over that throne. I hope that I am doing us justice. You are. Um, you you so, are doing them justice. So I'm thank pro- you. Yeah, don't worry about thank that. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure.
Okay, thank you. Your brother yeah. voice one more time before we get out of here. <laughs> All right, on that note, we about to end the podcast, but I got to have her do her brother's voice one more time and let, let them know this podcast trash, man. Right. Yo, Zaynab, check this podcast out. Yo. <laughs> Yo, I'm saying it's the Comedy Crown, man. Yo, this shit not trash, man. This this shit right here is right. <laughs> no, this yeah. is what he would say. He'd be, I would be like, this trash. He'd be like, nah, I'm saying that Comedy Crown, that shit good money. That shit good money, yo. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. Good yeah. money from Zaynab and her brother. <laughs> In the spirit. All right, y'all. Thank you, Zaynab.